And welcome into another edition of Wood Radio's Talk of the Town. In this segment, I am very pleased to welcome to our program. By the way, I'm Phil Tower from Wood Radio. Very pleased to welcome to our program uh, scientist, author, and all-around interesting guy, uh, Matt Simon. His latest book on the Penguin Random House label is Plight of the Living Dead, What Real-Life Zombies Reveal about our world and ourselves. This is fascinating because real-life mind control happens in the insect world every day. And Matt Simon, first of all, thank you for joining us. And thank you for having me. So I'm curious about pitching this to uh, Random House, <laughs> Penguin Random House. Say, I want to do a book on zombie insects. I, I think you had me at zombie. Um, this is a really interesting area in terms of insects. You're a scientist. Uh, tell me what fascinates you so much about this, and, and what was the motivation to kind of put it all into a book? Yeah, you know, this kind of came out of my first book, The, the Wasp of the Brainwash the Caterpillar, which collected some of these parasites into a, a book. But, you know, the more uh, that I looked into zombification in the animal kingdom, the more common it became. So this is happening across the tree of life. This is with worms and fungi and, and microbes like bacteria and viruses many, many different parasites have been able to develop these powers of mind control. And, you know, it seems really complicated to be able to steer another creature around the rainforest or what have you, but it's actually coming right down to pure biology. These parasites Mm -hmm. are messing with dopamine and with structures in the brain that govern locomotion. It's extremely complicated, of course, but it comes right down to the fact that uh, we're all made of meat, and that makes us vulnerable to manipulation for our behavior. And really interesting Interesting line in the book, uh, Plight of the Living Dead by Matt Simon, what real-life zombies reveal about our world and our ourselves. The, the fact that essentially we live in a very parasitic world and we as human beings are not parasites, but just about everything else in the world is. Virtually everything else, yeah. Scientists estimate that it's about half of life on Earth is parasitic, which is pretty mind-blowing when you think about it. And that also affords a lot of opportunity for these really clever manipulations to evolve. And it's, again, it's happened across the, the tree life many, many, many times. And uh, it's also weird to think about, well, you know, these are the, the manipulations we can see, right? What yeah. is happening in the brains of animals, you know, us or otherwise, that we don't know about? What are these parasites doing in, in subtle ways to manipulate our behavior? You, uh, you have a, a, a great segment. There's just all kinds of stories. And, and what for, for our listeners, you're going to love this book because it's, it's written by a scientist with the giddiness of a 15-year-old guy at a Fortnite convention. I mean, it's just, it's, it's wonderful to read, and you really just dive into this with a zeal and, and a sense of humor that, that is infectious, uh, and pun maybe intended. But you talk about the ladybug, the poor, innocent, beautiful ladybug. Your line in the book says, few creatures enjoy PR as immaculate uh, of those of the ladybug, the, the beautiful little ladybug, but it has an arch enemy. Matt Simon, tell us about that. It does. It's this wasp that uh, treats it very poorly, to put it lightly. Uh, so this mother wasp will find a ladybug and sting it and inject an egg, which is, uh, as you can probably imagine, not going to end well for the ladybug. Uh, this egg hatches into a larva, which grows to a tremendous size. It makes up most of the abdomen of this adorable little ladybug. Um, when the wasp has soaked up a lot of the nutrients and is ready to come out, it will then egress, egress 
guess, is the official term for what it's about to do. Most of us would call it erupting from the body of another okay. animal, but it's an egress. Um, mm. And it, it actually comes out of the skin and keeps the ladybug alive somehow. That The ladybug survives this. Not only does it survive, as the larva wasp is spinning its cocoon on a leaf, the wasp, or the ladybug, sorry, doesn't freak out uh, like you might expect if a giant larva just came out of your body. Uh, and it also doesn't attack what just assaulted it. It actually stands over the top of this little larva wasp as it's spinning its cocoon and protects it. So any predators, like an ant that comes up to the larva, the ladybug will twitch and kick it. And it actually turns out to be really effective. They've done studies that found that if you leave one of these wasp larvae alone on a leaf, it will almost always be eaten by predators. But with a ladybug, which is now a bodyguard, standing over it, uh, you get like a 75% survival rate of these little larvae. And that's because the ladybug is being mind-controlled by a virus that the mother wasp also injected along with the egg to turn into a bodyguard to protect the very parasite that just treated it very, very badly. So this really interesting, uh, just kind of clever manipulation on the part of the wasp in order to essentially make a babysitter for its young. You got all kinds of zombie insect stories, zombie ants. One of the more interesting ones was the zombie zombifying insect that has, over evolutionary time, kind of going to the extreme where the males and females you say are so extreme you wouldn't even know they're from the same species, uh, Strepsipterans. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a weird, weird insect. Uh, the males look a bit like a fly, but the females are uh, virtually just a bag of eggs. It looks like a worm, kind of a flattened worm. These, <laughs> both the males and the females invade the bodies of paper wasps. Um, the mm. manipulation here is, is pretty clever because uh, they, the, the parasites will first of all sterilize their host. And that is a pretty common manipulation among parasites because that frees up more energy for the parasite to feed off of. To, to be uh, fertile, you have to produce eggs or sperm. That takes a lot of energy. Same with actually finding mates. So without that in mind, uh, the, the parasite can soak up more of the energy from the host. So what happens is the parasite seems to exploit uh, a, a behavior that's already ingrained in the paper wasp. That's the mate behavior gathering on these certain leaves on a certain plant at a certain time of year. So the parasite, though, has sterilized all these. What happens is the paper wasps end up gathering. They're all infected. Every single one of them in a group will be infected. That's a manipulation to bring all the parasites together by way of their vehicles, which are the paper wasps. When the paper wasps all come together, the parasites erupt en masse. Again, uh, there is an egress, the nice way to say it, um, and then mate. So what they have done is manipulated these sterilized wasps to come together to bring male and female Strepsiterans together in order to reproduce. It's a really fascinating kind of double whammy from a, a wow. sexual perspective of sterilizing not only the host, but, you know, uh, modifying the behavior in order to get the parasites all together to have um, their, their mating ritual. You're going to love this book, especially if you're just curious about nature. Matt Simon is the author of Plight of the Living Dead, What Real-Life Zombies Reveal About Our World and Ourselves. Publishers Weekly says of the book, surprisingly lively and lighthearted, 
his work is easily the most fun one could ever expect to have reading about mind-controlling insects. Uh, it is available everywhere books are sold, and of course online you can learn more about Plot of the Living Dead, Pen- PenguinRandomHouse.com. That's PenguinRandomHouse.com. Matt Simon, as always, you're, it's really a pleasure, and uh, this book is an absolute delight, and uh, coming up as we are now in late fall and winter, the reading season, uh, what a great read to curl up with on a warm night, hopefully an insect-free night in your home. Ah, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Matt Simon uh, with us on this edition of Talk of the Town. Again, you can learn more about the book at PenguinRandomHouse.com. That's PenguinRandomHouse.com. And you've been listening to Talk of the Town. I'm Phil Tower with you on News Radio 1300 and 106.9 FM.